from playing 18 to a full 60. Early leads to buzzer beaters. It all starts by getting on the board. Welcome inside a special episode of On The Board Podcast. Colby McKee alongside Corey Bacoskis. How's it going? Doing good, buddy. No Lance Dahl tonight. No. no We've got Lance. a special uh, co-host in hey, studio. A lot better than Lance. Really, uh, that freak. Absolutely. Joining us is Tigers forward and your captain, James Hamlin, joins hey. the podcast. Hey. Congratulations. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. First off, let's start with the fight that happened on Saturday. It got it the off. whole right away. Medicine Hat Canal Center buzzing. And uh, it was against Jeremy uh, Masella. Masella, that was six you, foot five. Masella, big boy. Masella, emphasis on the six foot five <laughs> part. Out of boy, uh, you, we just talked off mic. Your first career fight, obviously. Yeah. Take us through it because obviously you're trying to stand up for Prezuzo, who got kind of you know yeah. hit there on the blue line, and uh, you know back and forth shots, and then you guys just kind of go at it. Yeah, I mean, um, obviously I saw Prez got hit. Um, I don't even think he Masella was the one that that hit Tyler, but uh, I ended up going to the boards with with him and obviously a couple back and forth whacks and some talk and it was funny because uh he looks at me and he's like you want it you want it and i'm like no like i'm not gonna fight you i literally said like no i'm not gonna fight you um and then i see his gloves come off and i mean i, I didn't have much of a choice after that um but uh, i'm just glad i'm i survived so. you, you saved yourself absolutely yeah. so have you been asked to fight before have you ever had the the feeling like oh man i I got got to drop the gloves on this shift or something. Have you ever had that feeling in in the uh, five years here? I mean, yeah, I get asked a lot. Um, I tend to be a bit of a rat, especially around the net. So um, I get a lot of shots, and a lot of guys are always kind of asking me to go. But I mean, that's not really my role. That's not something I do. So I mean, I haven't haven't decided to do it yet until until last Saturday. There's a lot of skill guys that come at you. It's obviously not, like. Marcel is a different animal, but a lot of skill guys going against another skill guy like yourself. Um, I, I wouldn't say it's more skill guys. I think it's more those kind of like third or fourth line guys that, that kind of yeah. just want to make a statement. Kind of. I mean, sure. that's that's something that you have to take into consideration as well, right? I mean, it's it's not the best trade off. So hundred percent. Yeah, no, uh, you know, Shazowski drops the gloves every once in a while, yep. and you'll see oh, Lochner yeah. drop the gloves. You know. Um, it's something that the Tigers don't seem, at least the two years that I've been here, that we do a lot, uh, mm-hmm. which is perfectly fine. Yeah. Um, but, you know, you really stepped up and, and you got that crowd going. I mean, it was 3-2 and then it, no, a couple minutes later, it's Hopple uh, putting in the insurance goal. So, you know, did you feel that momentum in the crowd um, after you did it? Yeah, no, for sure. I think um, when all when it took all five guys to pick up my gear and bring it to the bench, I think that's when I really felt it. it the guys were pretty pumped up and pretty ecstatic about it and uh, Hops after he scored pointing over to me I think that was yeah, pretty cool that too. point was sick yeah. one piece of gear that didn't come off was your left glove Lance mentioned it on the pod on Sunday night you fought with only one, one hand minute. you had your left glove <laughs> completely covered up and you were just gripping it and wailing on yeah. the right yeah I'm, I I had an accident a couple years ago with my wrist um, so that's kind of why um, got some protection on that and obviously I mean um, if I take it off then there there might be some other punishments that come from the league so um, and also I mean I, I don't really want to use that hand um, <laughs> but uh, the the right seemed to do okay so <laughs> yeah we mentioned some of the, the fights before is there a certain beef with Prince Albert I know you guys don't see them a lot but um emperor went uh, a guy earlier in the game and yeah. even looking back last year there was a game where lochner and Chizowski, uh got in a fight with the same team is there something special about the raiders maybe because they're kind of the top of that that league for the past two years yeah i, I don't know if it's just the rate well I, I think it's the way they play 
right? Like, I don't think it's personal between guys. I think it's just they're a hard team to play against, and they're always always kind of on us. I think um, that's kind of one of their things. They're usually bigger than us, so they usually try to intimidate us a little bit, and that's probably just a little bit of our pushback. Uh, you know, Hamlin, you are killing it this year. We talked off Mike. Heck of a season so far. You're fifth in points. You're two goals off the league lead. Um, what's been at least one of the you know contributing factors for both this amazing start, for not just you, yourself, but the team as well? They're off to an amazing start. Yeah, I think it's it's a full team thing. I think uh, my line's been doing really well lately. Um, we've had a lot of success on the power play, which is which has also helped. Um, but I mean, it, it, like I said, it comes a lot from the team. We're we're really gelling this year. I think we we have a full year of being together under our belt. Um, so this this second year, we could really uh, we could really get off to a good start. Yeah, yeah. The point totals, at least per game, um, have been up, and and it. it it's normal to see a progression um, year to year, but you know, especially in the twenty-year-old season, you saw it with Javney last year. It seems like there's that extra uh, little bit of uh, a boost for points per game. Have you felt that? That you know, maybe not the game's easier, but you're a lot stronger. You're you know, there's a difference from last year, or even the past years this year. Yeah, I mean, I mean, maybe. Um, obviously, you get try to get better in the off season and come back and. I think a little bit of it is like it's your last year and you got to realize that right and I don't know if you play harder because of it but uh, it's definitely kind of in the back of your mind like this is this is the last time you're going to be going here so and I mean you mentioned that power play clicking uh very we talked about it even prior to the season this five forward power play unit uh that they've you guys have kind of been you know instilling at least on that first unit what I mean as a goal scorer yourself and a point producer you probably love having five forwards on there uh, and yeah. just, I mean, the defensive liabilities aside, like, give us your thoughts a little bit on the on the five forward power play unit. Yeah, I mean, it's it's been working for us. I think uh, start of the year was kind of tested out and see how it is. Um, obviously, the the defensive side of it is kind of the issue with it, or kind of what we think might be the issue with it. But I mean, it's been pretty good so far. Um, the guys, they, like, they help me on the back there. Um, and I mean, as long as we can keep it going, it's it's really good when we're in the zone. So talked a little bit about about your line earlier i want to talk about the second line too that shazowski cylinder camp line um you know you've been on the tigers first line this is probably your third year you were with ras as a 18 year old and then obviously yeah. similar line last year um it doesn't seem like you've had that that supporting cast on that second line at least as strong as this year where it seems like all three of them are point per game um mm-hmm. has that helped out you a lot and the fact that you know if you're off the ice you can count on a line to be consistent every night yeah for sure i think that depth just gives you a little bit more confidence right i mean you don't have to be the one scoring every night right and i think uh, it takes some pressure away right? if if i'm thinking the entire time that i gotta i gotta score i gotta score i mean it, it probably won't go well right so Knowing that those guys are there, that they're there to do the same thing, um, it like I said, it just takes some weight off of my shoulders. Let's talk about the leadership group a little bit. I mean, yourself, Chazowski, Prezuzo, guys have been around for for many many years yep. and growing up together here in the Tigers organization. Um, how nice is it to have some familiar faces growing up through, like, like I said, throughout the ranks and um, just because junior hockey is so tough on relationships you know trading and drafting and development is so key and you know you go through seasons where you know you're great and then you know the downfall of junior hockey per se so what's it like having you know guys you've grown up with and that development and the leadership in that aspect you know it's awesome that i mean i've had the last three four five years with tyler um to kind of grow relationships and everything and i think that really helps our leadership group i think that's kind of where it stems from um or the success that that that's where it stems from um, 
but uh, they're really good guys. Um, we push each other every day, and I think that's the best part about it. So, yeah, and there's a lot of like you said earlier. There's a, a big group um, coming back from last year. You know, even yep. look at uh, Longo, the Claytons. Um, have you guys felt that that you know? that momentum and that that boost coming into games because it's like hey we've been here before we're all kind of veterans of of this league yeah uh, we we all kind of know how how each other plays and how each other kind of gets mentally prepared for the game and all that kind of stuff right that goes along with it um so that's obviously something that's that's big for us um i mean whenever you get new faces it's always kind of how do they prepare how do they how do they play the game and how do you talk to them and all that kind of stuff but when you've been with them for so long i mean uh it just comes more naturally we had planned to have you in about a month ago just after the under 17 world hockey challenge here at the canelta center so this question's a little bit outdated but i still want to get your thoughts on it i mean you captained your under 17 team to a gold medal and that was probably an amazing experience for you you had a lot of great talent surrounding mm-hmm. that team yeah. and the fact that you were the captain is just makes it even more sweeter <laughs> yeah. um but tell us a little bit about that experience as a 17 year old captaining a bunch of players from all over the CHL, not just here in the dub. And, uh, you know, just that exposure to world-class talent uh, from all over the country. Yeah, it's it was an amazing experience. It was so good. Um, and like, like you said, to be able to captain those guys was a real honor and, and really special for me. Um, I mean, you look at uh, guys that are on my team, like like Owen Tippett and Nick Suzuki. And, I mean, uh, Robert Thomas, He he's now won a Stanley Cup, so... Um, that's really cool, and I, I'm just I'm just so happy that I had the the honor to be able to do that. Your thoughts on Cole Cylinder, kind of getting off off of that topic. Um, you know what do you what are you seeing in his game? Because it, it seems like he's he's I don't want to you know be you know over oh, the top on I, this, but he's, I had he's, the same question. Yeah, now, he's so you're going for it. What he's doing so far, it, it's it's almost unheard of as a 16 year old. You know, talk about a point per game as a 16 year old. So what are you seeing in his game? Um, a lot of guys just see, oh, he's got he's basically point per game. That's mm-hmm. all kind of people see. But what are you seeing in his game that that puts him above all those other 16 year olds? Well, I think the thing is, is you almost forget that he's 16, right? I mean, like even off the ice, like you look at him, you're like, "Jesus, this, this is a 19 year old, right?" Um, but I mean, he, he contributes all over the place. It it isn't just the points. Um, he's he's just a good guy off the ice too, which which helps tremendously. Um, but uh, I mean, he's going to be a big point produ- producer in the future, and we know he's going to be a, a great leader in the future. And I mean, I think we're just trying to help him out as much as as much as we can. And I think that's got to help. You know, we were talking about leadership before to have 16 year olds mm-hmm. come in and be true uh, leaders in in the group and then in the dressing yeah. room. Oh yeah, no, that, that's huge. And I mean, like I said, we're gonna try to groom him and grow him as much as possible um, while we can. But I mean, he's he's unreal already. So, uh, as you know, all the the greats, not in just here in CHL, but NHL, and you know, they they improve on something every summer. They go back to the drawing board. They go to the weight room. They hit the ice in the summertime, and they improve on something. What was something that you've you know, not even just this past year, but things that you've been doing in the past summers to get you to where you are today, and uh, things that you want to improve on going forward? Yeah, I think one has kind of been my weight. I've been trying to get that up a little bit, trying to get a little stronger. I think when I was uh, when I was sixteen, I was closer to about one fifty, so I'm, I'm more around one eighty now. So I'm up about thirty pounds since then. So um, kind of getting getting bigger, and while I'm getting bigger, trying to gain speed, right? So I think that's the biggest struggle is. Um, 
putting on weight but getting faster at the same time and i think that's been a, a major focus for the last couple of years so um skating as well has just been uh, a, a big one for me as well just trying to trying to get to that nhl level of caliber skating kind of thing for sure and carrying that uh, summer workout into to now, obviously one of the biggest changes over the off season was the coaching. And I know that uh, Willie definitely has a little bit of a different workout and uh, practice schedule. Yep. I'll talk a little bit about the two a days. Um, you know, doing PP and PK in the morning and and mm-hmm. practicing in the afternoon. You know, how's that? You know, he's been working you a lot more. How's that dynamic been? No, it, it's it's been really good. I think you look at our, our third periods. And we just dominate teams, and it's because of all the hard work that we that we put in throughout the week. Um, we kind of knew that coming in. You knew that uh, Willie's had success with that. And, I mean, you look at his teams, and they're always good third period teams. So, um, but we're, I think we're trying to have as much fun as possible with it, right? I mean, it is hard work, and it is a lot of stuff to do. But uh, if you have fun with it and do it with each other, it's it's a lot better. So. Part of that third period domination, it's mostly been all game domination. It's just in the shots on goal category. I know we've talked about it. I know Lance and I, even before Corey joined the podcast, you guys are getting tons of pucks on net. I know it's probably a philosophy from Willie, and like I just noticed it more so than even the days with Cluston. Just you know, you guys are killing the shots on goal category, and obviously more shots equals more opportunities to score. Yeah, for sure. I think I think we've only been outshot like once or twice, which is which is crazy. Yeah. Um, how many games are we through? Like twenty four or something. Absolutely. Like that. Yeah. So no, that's crazy. Um, definitely is a bit of a mindset for us, just trying to get pucks from everywhere. Um, I mean, you never know, right? You throw it from throw it from the corner and throw it from red ice or uh, center ice that's happened before as well. So, <laughs> yeah, um, Daniel Baker, half uh, of his goals yeah, yeah, exactly. Have yeah. been that that uh, that logic. Yeah, I'll take the assist on that one too. It's <laughs> easy face off win in the, in the center ice. Yeah, no, that's good. But uh, yeah, definitely a philosophy of ours to just try and try and get to the goalie as much as possible and kind of outwork the goalie almost, I guess. Uh, new face in the uh, the locker room. I know you uh, got to talk to him a little bit today. Um, uh, Tigers acquiring Kyle McNabb yesterday from the Saskatoon Blades. Um, did you get a chance to talk to him, or is it is it still kind of too early to tell what kind of personality he is, or you know where where are you at in terms of how how he's been um, gotten to the locker room so far? Yeah, I mean we just got to meet him today, so uh, he flew in from Tri City the other night, but. Uh, um, from what I see so far, he's a really nice guy. Um, nothing standing out to me so far. I, like I said, we've only had kind of a day with him. Um, so hopefully we get to connect with him a little bit more and, and all that. But, uh, yeah, no, seems like a good guy. He works really hard is what it looks like. Um, and, uh, yeah, we're excited to have him right now. One of the, uh, the talking points that we discussed going into the season was almost a lack of leadership on that back end um, and we didn't really know where the points were going to come from in order because you, we've had stellar defensemen going back to Quenville and Russell like some of these star offensive mm-hmm. defensemen and one like we said one of those talking points was where's the points production is going to come from but happily surprised at least on my end the amount of contribution that we've had from from Baker and uh, and you know and guys like that like what's your thoughts on you know the defense stepping up when you know and joining the forward group yeah, I I know it was definitely a question coming into the season about the defense and, and how they were going to perform, but uh, the guys have been tremendous. Um, we worked a lot with the D-men on, uh, on getting better physically and, and all that, and it's really paid off for them. And you just love to see guys like Bakes and, and Cowboy Clayton. He's been really stepping up. Yeah. Um, and, and, and Longo, like they, they're just good leaders for all, the, for all the other guys too, trying to develop them. 
it seems like they're they're jumping up in the rush a lot more from yeah. from last year and like we said uh you know a guy like daniel baker just getting the puck on net and he's he's got already a handful of goals mm-hmm. this year um you know talk a bit about how, how how it's helped you offensively um with you know if you're getting into the zone you see a d-man come you know kind of trailing behind you yeah. does, does it help with the offensive dynamic yeah for sure it does um i mean you have an extra guy up in the rush with you it's always going to help um and i think bakes just using him as an example he's been tremendous with doing that this year um he's gotten some some really nice goals off it too to be honest with you like it almost surprises you right but uh, no um yeah i mean whenever the d-man can step up and and help it's it's obviously obviously going to help offensively so is that something that you like like you said you've been with the tigers for years now is that something that you've witness and like from guys like Baker and you've kind of seen their offensive potential but maybe they've been um, working you know in the second and third pairing and haven't got that opportunity to shine up until this season yeah I mean you can definitely see that um, when Bakes was a little younger you could you could definitely see the potential in him and you knew he was going to be a good player um, and I'm, I'm just happy that he's getting those opportunities now and, and starting to bury those chances as well. It's awesome for him. Drew Krebs, he's he's one of those uh, 16 or one of these 16 year olds on the team. Um, what have you seen in his game? Um, obviously, he's a defenseman, but to be, you know, it's not often to see a 16 year old um, on that blue line and mm-hmm. to be producing um, with points. And, and it seems like he can hold his own in the defensive zone. He like he's one of those guys that we kind of just talked about, right? Like you you see the potential in him. He's like he's going to be a good player. He's he's really shifty. He's really he moves really well. He's kind of reminds me of guys like uh, like Krug or kind of that smaller D man, but just really shifty, really good with the puck, um, really smart as well. So. Uh, your goaltending situation—it's been stellar to say the least. Um, what we've seen out of Bjorklund, especially uh, coming in as a, a young 17, uh, he's definitely held up his end of the bargain. And and even though Mads hasn't had a, a stellar season, you know, statistically, he's showed up for you guys in big games. Talk, talk a little bit about your goaltending situation and how it's been able to keep you guys in games. And no matter what score, you never feel like you're out of it. Yeah, no, for sure. We we have so much confidence in them back there. Um, I mean, it's. It's good. We can argue that they're they're the best tandem in the league for sure. Um, and I mean, Mads is he obviously hasn't had his best games, but he he's still been really solid for us and playing really well. And yeah, Garen he's he's kind of stepped up even more than we thought he would. We knew he was going to be a good goalie, but he's he's really stepped up. Yeah. Lots of uh, pressure coming in as a first round banner pick, especially as a goalie position like you. Uh, mm-hmm. You you put a lot of pressure on a, on a young kid like that, and he's like I said, he's been proving himself way worth uh you know the draft position so yeah i think it was good that he had the kind of the year last year to to go back to midget and and get a little bit better um and and he he's really shown that that it was a good choice last year yeah you can almost you know some 16 year olds are not quite ready whether it's skill wise Mm. or or you know size wise um there's some examples where you know they get in they're a top ranked goalie coming in out of uh bantam in their first year midget and then you know they kind of getting a bunch of pucks behind them uh, first year in dub it 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 just kind of lowers their confidence for their whole career yeah it's a really hard transition um whether you're a forward demon or goalie but usually for the goalies it's even harder um they just they tend to develop a little bit later right so however long it takes him it it takes him but uh he's been really well this year let's talk a little bit about your uh, maple leafs tryout camp back in july um much you know a hype and and appreciation for that invite unfortunately didn't go quite the way that you were expecting it to uh on the first day of of camp you go down with an injury uh just simple as you know you hit a rut in the ice what exactly you know was that situation and and how did it affect you obviously 
Yeah, so that was back in uh, in June or July, whenever, yeah. whenever development camp was. But uh, um, obviously, yeah, it was it was a huge honor to be able to be go, to go there. But uh, second day in or whatever, I, we were on the ice, and yeah, I I went to take a shot, and just the way my my leg twisted and whatnot, it was really awkward and something that I mean won't probably won't happen again. I I, I shot and twisted in the right direction at the right time. Um, and it, I mean, it kind of sucked. It sucked a lot actually, cause I still had to stay there for the full week and, um, I still got to enjoy a lot of things, but I didn't get to get on the ice and all that kind of stuff, which I was really looking forward to. Um, but, uh, they were, they were awesome with me. Uh, it was actually kind of a funny story. So, um, I'm, we're doing the drill and this is the last drill of the day. Like this is like last rep, last drill. Of course it happens then. Right. And uh, I go down, and I'm obviously in a lot of a lot of pain. And uh, they come over, they end up uh, kind of cutting my sock off, cutting my shin pad off, whatever. I, I couldn't move right with the knee dislocated. It's you, you don't want to move; it hurts a lot. Um, so they bring out the stretcher. They end up getting me onto the stretcher, kind of keeping it mobilized or whatever. And uh, so the way it works is when you go into the dressing room, you kind of you take a left, and there's a little, just a little bit of a lip. That goes from the from the oh, room. No, I can see where the, this is going. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can see where it's going. From the room to the trainer's room, and so I'm in all this pain. I'm in all this pain, and there's like there's trainers that are looking at it and going, "Nope," and kind of backing off, and like it looks gross. Wow. It, it looks like your knee is to the left, even though it's just your kneecap. Looks yeah. like your full knee's over there. So, anyways. I'm on the stretcher, and we go. So I go into the room, screaming in pain on the stretcher. We hit the bump going into the medical room, and it snaps back in. And oh, no way. That yeah. is not what I expected no, was going to happen. <laughs> yeah, so it, really weird. It snaps back in. Um, it was it, the best feeling ever. I mean, you'd think it would hurt, but no, it went from the worst pain of my life to nothing. Let's get back on the ice. <laughs> yeah, literally. Um, so they, they keep wheeling me in. Um, I basically straighten my leg back and forth, kind of sit up walk around walk it off and walk back to the dressing room no way and everyone like i it was hilarious because i walk out of the medical room into the dressing room and everyone's face is just like <laughs> what this guy is terminator <laughs> this, this guy just went in there on a stretcher and he's walking out like nothing happened wow and uh, that that kind of sucked too because like your leg feels fine and you feel like you can go back on the ice but you know you can't right like it's sure. all everything's hurting there so um yeah that was that was a really weird uh weird accident for sure that is insane huh. yeah uh so when you're at that camp um obviously some other whlers some some guys that are your age um i've always kind of wondered this with this league as a fan of like the nhl it's you know all the players right yep. so as a whl player do you know other guys around the league or is it just kind of you know the the top players the guys that are you know up there in the points or yeah. are you keeping track of who's who or is it just kind of okay moose jaw has this kind of system we need to lock <laughs> out for as opposed to this player well I'm, I'm sure guys are better than i am with with that kind of stuff i i tend not to to care as much right i mean we're playing moose jaw today i'll look who's their best top players or whatever but like away from the rinker i'm not really too focused on you don't that. know their 10th forward there i couldn't six defensemen I, I, I couldn't tell you much about anyone i'm, yeah. I'm also not very good with names so like <laughs> i could probably show you their face but i couldn't tell you their names so so Masella's asking you to fight and you're like who yeah. are you, who are you? <laughs> yeah probably exactly yeah. Um, I mean, it's nothing against him it's just 
just yeah. I can't remember right. right so that's interesting yeah no it just seems like because especially because you know I'm kind of I need to know who's all on our team and yeah. I'm interested to see who's coming into our into the Canalta Center you know can we pull up stats on different guys and I, I just kind of seem to try and know at least everybody yeah. that that's you guys are playing against so um, well, no, I, it's I, probably I, for the best that you don't know yeah, everybody sure. you're just kind of you're trying to stay fresh yeah. don't want to be too much in your own head the weird thing is like when I go to a camp like that or when I when I have gone to the camps um like you see these guys and like if you're like me I, I have no idea who anyone is right and then you kind of you go on throughout the camp and you kind of start learning who these people are right so you'll meet the one guy and you'll okay you're so-and-so from Ontario or whatever yeah. right next thing you know you, you realize he was their first round draft pick or something right yeah. like you have no idea I, I, at least I don't have any you've idea. got no right. chance to be starstruck then yeah have you ever been no, well, starstruck in not just in a normal camp but in any situation is there anybody that's uh, you know just caught you off guard and you've been oh yeah looking forward to oh yeah so uh, this was cool too so when i went down for for main camp with uh with toronto um i ended up getting in a day early um just with flights and everything so um i asked if i could come to the rink and get like a workout or go on the ice or anything like that and they're like yeah sure sure come down uh just come down in the morning whatever it is and uh <laughs> little, little did i know it was gonna be like their their captain skates like the Maple Leafs captain skates, wow. right? So, all right. Um, I get there and they kind of set me up in the one room and they're like, "Yeah, yeah, just go have breakfast. We're, we're gonna work out here in a couple minutes, and then we'll get on the ice." And uh, I walk into the breakfast room, and I went and met literally the entire team from last year, right? Like I was sitting there with, I'm sitting there with Muzzin and Frederick Anderson talking about golf, and I'm just like. <laughs> Who are these guys? I'm going, around, <laughs> I'm going around to everyone like, you're Cody Cece. Yeah. Hi. You're Austin Matthews. Hello. Kind of oh like that and just completely starstruck. Um, and then I, I got the opportunity, which was really cool to, like I said, work out and go on the ice. We played four on four for like 45 minutes. It was sweet. That's amazing. Yeah. What a great story. That uh, was awesome. Quick, just quickly, what's the timeline? So like the knee, the knee goes back into place and you're feeling great. What was the timeline uh, for recovery, obviously you made it back in time for for Tigers camp. It wasn't mm-hmm. wasn't too long, obviously. Um, well, yeah, it's it's kind of tough. It was originally I was actually supposed to get surgery okay. on it, and that would have taken me out for a while, and I wouldn't have been able to go back to Toronto for camp either. Right. Um, but they they figured out that I didn't need it in the end, whatever reason, and uh, so it was kind of a four to six was kind of their prognosis so i was kind of i was trying to work towards getting back to camp for toronto okay that's basically what it was gotcha and uh i had some really good guys in in edmonton that helped me out at the at the glen sailor um and i think i was back on the ice within like four weeks or something like that so i still got a good month and a little bit to kind of get the legs stronger and all that kind of stuff before I before I headed out to camp. And it's feeling 100% now? Like no uh, lingering effects or anything like that? Yeah, no, no, no. It's, like I said, some really good guys that they got it back to 100%, so it's awesome. Good stuff. It really gave the Tigers office a scare. Yeah, I remember <laughs> we were we were in, it was just in the summer. We're just a normal, I got that notification too. Normal day in the TSN office. And we hear a tweet. Things. You were on TSM, bro. Yeah, yeah. Well, we get a tweet and it was, yeah, James Hamill's down and it's like, oh, well, yeah. who's our next captain? Well, <laughs> <laughs> the crazy part was like I I said like I went on the stretcher I I came back I get back to the dressing room and I have a shower and I I go on my phone and I'm already getting texts from guys like our entire team had already texted me I I hadn't even gotten in the shower yet. No. And I'm already getting texts from guys. I'm, I'm texting them back. Like, how do you know that? <laughs> like, well, that's the power of Toronto it media. It is the power of Toronto media. Legit, yeah. same thing as you, Corey. Like, we got those those alerts 
Twitter mostly, uh, yeah. and they were saying like you were screaming in pain, and they had to you know yeah. stretcher you off. And like, holy cow, what happened to him? Yeah, I mean, I mean, the screaming a little bit from the pain, a oh. little bit more, just because I was choked. Like I 100%. was, I was pissed that I that I had that happened. But uh, but yeah, it was crazy how fast that got out. Awesome. Um, a side note, another. I guess we're kind of just telling stories. Yeah. Do you know <laughs> that you have an upper deck training card? Uh, yeah, I do. Do you um, have anything in your own, on your home, in your bill at home, anything like that? Because I have found I, some. I don't have any of my upper trading cards. I can get one for $7 on Amazon. Is that a fairly good price for you? Yeah. <laughs> $7, yeah. Is it signed? It's unreal. Uh, it's not signed. All it's, right. it's number 92. Like, your jersey's not number 92, but the yeah. card's number 92. It must be like an addition. Like, there's 92 made. What You know what I'm trying to say? Hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, well, I know uh, they do it for some of the top CGHL players, right? Yeah. I think, I, I think they, last year I signed a lot of stuff for that or something like that. And so I knew it was coming. And I, like, you get letters and stuff from people and they, they have the card and they're asking you to sign. So I, I have seen it before. I, I don't personally. Own I just it. want to read the bio for, for you both. So it says, no WH, WHL player took more face-offs than Hamlin did in 17-18. And the Tigers' top center certainly held his own, winning 52.82% of his draws 1700 face-offs he took that is a crazy amount yeah, a big third, third uh, this year he ranked second in medicine hats roster in assists and third in points that's what it's got down there on your, okay. your trading card yeah i think that was um 18 year old year i think yeah, yeah so 17, 17 18, 18 yeah. so yeah would have finished, finished yeah, up in 18 year old year um yeah, i just wanted to bring it up and see if yeah. you yeah, the you funny thing that. is the picture is from when I was 16. It's oh, yeah. A it's a really young picture. Yeah. It's young. It's it is right. super young. I mean, you're rocking the flow tonight. Are you going to plan yeah. to keep this flow all year or what? I, I, I don't know what I'm doing with it. I, <laughs> no? I kind of started growing it um, last year before playoffs. And, yeah, I just... I don't know why, just to change up, I guess. No, it's super cool. Like, yeah. you, like 16, 17-year-old James had the spiky yeah. front, like most of us have. Like, we all got the little fade going on. But well, uh, Yeah, actually, the you can go on uh, the WHL or whatever the thing and look up all the, the past uh, headshots. Yeah. And you can, you can see the style change of the hair. Um, you can also see it's funny. So if you go from 15 to 20, my smile... Grad, like I start smiling gradually a little bit more every year. <laughs> I, I started off with a kind of a mean mug okay. at 15, and you got to show yourself out. Yeah, like I said, it just kind of gradually turns into a, a bigger smile. That's so, awesome. Yeah. All right, so Colby. Yeah, we're gonna do a little bit of a name me. game here. Hold on. Okay. Yeah. Um, so so basically, I'm gonna be off. Yeah, heads, you take you, off your headphones. You so take the reins here. I want to do a little bit of a name game. You know, the first thing that comes to mind, a story, uh, whatever uh, that comes to mind for you. So this first one, James. Okay. Uh, we're looking for Aiden Steinke. Yeah, yeah, he, um, Aiden Stanky. Stanky, I apologize, last name. Yeah, um, right. He actually just turned behind you there into the other studio, James. Yeah. Uh, you see a, a female in there. She's hiding behind a camera, but she yeah, is. or a computer. There she so, is. So <laughs> uh, that is actually Aiden's girlfriend, Sydney. Works for our, our chat radio station. Oh, okay, here. yeah, I think. And uh, actually. she actually sent me this photo because uh, you were showing, I believe, Aiden and maybe Sydney was there as well. Uh, who Parker Tobin was. Yeah. And I believe Parker's in the photo there as with yes, you. Yes, he is. And yeah. Aiden's there and you're there. Tell us a little bit about that. Uh, that's obviously a team in St. Albert or up in Edmonton. Uh, yeah, so this was uh, this was my last year of spring hockey. Okay. So this is obviously um, in the spring. Um, yeah, I, I couldn't tell you exactly how old we were. Um, would have been... Uh, I can't remember what year this would have been. I would have been like second year peewee or something like okay. that. Um, but yeah, there's there's a couple guys. Uh, Parker Kelly is in this picture. He played for the Prince Albert Raiders. Okay. Um, he now plays uh, for Ottawa's farm team. 
Um, and yeah, a couple, a couple. This is a throwback picture, that's for sure. That's awesome. No, I figured uh, I, I wanted to show you that and just uh, get your thoughts a little bit on that. It's super cool that uh, Cindy could pull that up for us. So yeah, it's super cool. Obviously, it, it's it's a tough picture to see, right, with yeah. with CM Parker and everything. But absolutely. Uh, but yeah, no, it's still really cool. Very cool. Thank you, Corey, for showing that to uh, <laughs> for, to James here. We appreciate your. Your phone capabilities. Good job, sir. What did I miss? I, I just wanted to thank you for your phone. <laughs> um, <laughs> a couple other guys will quickly get to your for yep. your thoughts on it. David Quenville, uh, a guy that you played multiple years with, mm-hmm. uh, standout defenseman, obviously, and uh, just, you know, what's the first thing that comes to mind when you think of David? So, he, he's a character. That's, that's yeah. the first thing. Um, yeah, I've actually known David uh, for a very long time. I played with him all the way since novice, so very young. Um but uh, he's a guy just he's with a lot of passion he, he loves playing hockey um couldn't say enough nice things about him he's just a really good guy but uh one hell of a shot too yes i mean big slap shot he's he's always had that too i remember him hurting goalies back in in adam so <laughs> yeah and they've been trying to you know find that on the power play since david's left uh is that big booming shot i know mm-hmm. last year with with Cluston, uh putting jevney back there on the point uh, trying, you know, almost recreate that big shot. Not quite the same, obviously, because nobody can recreate that Quenville shot, but uh, no, very cool. No. It, al- it almost seems like it's Cole Sillinger this year, his, the shot that you're <laughs> teeing him up for on, <laughs> trying to on the other him. side. <laughs> he doesn't seem to want to tee him up. He keeps whiffing on him or he passes out of him? No, he just keeps passing away. No, oh, okay. yeah. He does have a good shot, though, right? Yeah. He's a strong kid, so. Uh, another goalie. Uh, also a character. Michael Bouillon. <laughs> yeah. Um, a guy that you're sitting in the stands and you see him run out to retrieve a puck and you're like, get the hell away from that puck. <laughs> I don't know what you're doing. And then he makes a decent play or whatever. But yeah, yeah tell us a little bit about what Bully did. Yeah, when he would come out for those pucks, I'd be I'd scary, yeah. right? Um, no, he, again, character. Um, different from Dave, right? I mean, Dave's really kind of outgoing and he'll say whatever's on his mind. Michael, a little bit differently than that, but... Um, still, like I said, a really nice guy. Um, cares a lot about his teammates. So, so and uh, next up, uh, a guy that likes to post on our social media whenever we make uh, a post, and I, um, and I see you know where this is going. Yeah. Um, I saw you hung out with him a little bit uh, over the summer. You and him and Elijah were hanging out a little bit in Calgary before you came for training camp. Yep. Uh, Mark Russell. Yeah. Uh, what are your thoughts, Ram? Like, you I know, almost don't want to he, comment. I, he, he is a character, and I know you guys kind of have a little bit of feud back and forth. But he was he was captain for a year, and I'm, I'm sure you did learn a lot from him. But you know, what? Give us your general thoughts on Ram. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to say anything about learning anything. From him, I know whatever I say, he's going to come back at me. It's going to be on the yeah. Tigers' Twitter. That's yeah, for sure. Oh, it will be for sure. Yeah. But uh, no, I mean, Ras is awesome. We've always had a pretty good friendship over the over the years, and. Um, one thing with him is he just like uh, he kind of brought me in and took me under his wing a little bit when I got here, um, which was which was really nice of him. So yeah, no, we we stay in touch. He texts me all the time. I give it to him. He gives it back to me, kind of thing. But uh, yeah, he's he's having fun at school. So <laughs> that's right. He uh, he won. Uh I don't know what their title is out in yeah. Lethbridge there last year. I'm sorry. Their national like, championship. National champ- yeah. It's called. Yeah, I don't hey, know there you that. go. He, he wins some, you lose some. Uh, another guy you played with, like you said, on that under-17 team, is Hayden Oster, who you also yeah. had a relationship here with the Tigers. He he came over from that trade and uh, mm-hmm. you got to play with him actually in both stages. So give us your thoughts on, on Oster. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> we've had a lot of character guys. I mean, <laughs> talk about a character as well. Yeah. Um, no, he's Ozzy's a really good guy. Um, 
miss having him at the rink. He's he's just good for good for the room and everything like that. Um, a really funny guy, actually. Mm-hmm. If you, if you ever get to talk to him, he's he's pretty hilarious. Yeah. So no, I love Ozzy. Yeah, he was always making jokes whenever I was in the dressing room. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's he's pretty funny. Um, uh, one of the uh, one of the harder workers that that uh, used to play for the Tigers. It seems like I never I wasn't here when he was here, but uh, you always hear stories about just how hard of a worker he was. Was Mason Shaw? Um, you know, with the injuries that he's he's been through, and he's obviously in in the middle of another one. Uh, talk a little bit about his hard work. Um, where, did you learn much? I know you're a gym rat. Um, did that come from Mason Shaw? Did he kind of lead the way at all for you a little bit? Oh well, yeah. Like you said, he's such a hard worker. Um, Mason is he's an unreal person. He's like an unreal player too. Like unreal. Um, it was unfortunate that he he got hurt so much during junior. Um, and honestly, if it, if it hasn't been for injuries, I think he'd be even further than he is. But uh, he's still doing really well. He, I mean, what he's persevered through with however many surgeries it is on his knees and still to be able to do what he's doing right now, it's it's unreal. Uh, one of the guys, going back to that under-17 team, like you mentioned, who has made the NHL, won a Stanley Cup, uh, been a pretty standout player for the St. Louis Blues, Robert Thomas. Uh, I know you only played with him, obviously, the one time, but mm-hmm. uh, any stories from back in the day with, with Robert and... Even any of those guys, you know, Gabe Velarde and, and Owen Tippett, like you mentioned, yeah. Evan Bouchard, like this team was, this team was stacked. This team was really good, yeah. Um, no, the the really funny part about uh, about Thomas was, uh, I remember, I think he was just one of the regular games before, like he was preliminary or whatever, but um, he didn't play much. Like he was, he was playing on a line that, that didn't get much playing time. And uh, I remember going up to him after the game and saying, hey, like, you're an unreal player like we need you right like like don't sulk after this like like we need you you're a really good guy so um and now look at him so yeah there you go <laughs> now look where he is the stanley uh, cup champion stanley cup champion. all thanks to james hamlin <laughs> yeah I wouldn't, I wouldn't go that far but yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, i want to take you a little bit further back uh, back to bantam um you got to play a little bit with tyler benson mm-hmm. who just lit up that that bantam league yep. um what was it like to you know he was a first overall pick to to vancouver mm-hmm. uh, the giants what was it like to be you know play with him um when he was just going on a tear in bantam yeah it was crazy he was a he was a man among boys back then um <laughs> i remember we went into camrose and, and camrose wasn't a, a very strong team they didn't have the strongest program at the time and uh we ended up winning the game 16 to 1 wow ben, benson had i believe it was 14 or 15 oh points. wow and i well, i had good. i had one assessed <laughs> And I was choked, right? <laughs> um, but that, it, like, he would he would take the puck from our own end and just skate through everyone and score. Like, it, it was nuts, and it, it was super cool because we got a lot of uh, attention out of it, right? So we got to kind of feed off that a little bit. Um, but uh, he's doing really well right now, and we're, we're really hoping that he gets to the NHL here soon. Hundred yeah. percent, very skilled player. I'm even looking at that team that you had back then. Uh, David Quinville and, and Josh Patterson played a little bit in the WHL, and Nolan Uremko and uh, Matthew you know, Edmond, captain of Seattle as well. Yeah, and uh, Stuart Skinner, the goalie, uh, played a little yep. bit in Lethbridge. Holy, it was a really good a really team. Good we team. ended up uh, going and winning westerns that year. So yeah, no, it was a it was a pretty stacked team. And I, you, like you just said, you look at the amount of guys that have made it to the dub or even even pro at this point um and a lot of guys under that also played junior a and stuff so it was a really good team back then so a question for that um are you guys all 
in, is it all in the same region of Edmonton? Is that how you, that team kind of forms, or is it more of a select team where, oh, I know Tyler Benson's going to be there, I know David <laughs> Quinville's going to be there, get me there? No, that, that's I, it's changed now. Um, I believe what they do now is they have a draft in Edmonton, so there's four or five teams in Edmonton, and they end up drafting kids from everywhere. Wow. Um, back when I played, though, it, it was just a, a certain part of Edmonton. Um, obviously, a lot of people wanted to play for Southside Athletic Club, um, but uh, it was just kind of the the southwestern or southish part of of Edmonton. Um, and the best part was like we'd be playing against teams like Burnaby Winter Club or North Shore Winter Club, and these are all teams where you can draw from anyone or POE those kind of teams. Yeah. Um, and yeah, to have the success, <laughs> success that we did was pretty cool. That is super cool. Wow. Mm-hmm. Some powerhouses there. One final player from me. Uh, we talked about some great goaltending that you've played with. Ian Scott's another guy that you kind of yep. go way back with, another person on that under-17 team. But I know that you've played before uh, with, with Ian, and mm-hmm. he's obviously had a stellar career. I think he was with PA. Is that correct? Yeah, he was with PA. Yeah, and led them to uh, Memorial Cup. Did he win the Memorial Cup? No, no, they, they went to the Memorial Cup. They, yeah, went, okay, they won the that. WHL Championship, and then he later uh, he got on with the Marlies. Yes, yeah, so right. he actually he, got, he a got a Calder Cup. So. Okay, there you yeah. go. But yeah. Uh, yeah, a little bit about Scott, and uh, and obviously a fantastic player. He's probably even a better person. Yeah, fantastic player. Like you said, good person as well. Um, he's, he's a bit of a goofy guy. Um, I mean, all goalies are, right? But uh, him especially, he's a goofy kid. But uh, no, it, it's been cool. Um, I played Team Alberta with him back in the day, the U17. And again, in Toronto, I got to be with him and stuff. And he was really nice. That's and, cool, yeah. Um, helped me along as well, too. So, Corey, any final players? What do you want to go through? Oh, I just want to take him back through the archives. Let's do it. <laughs> Look at played this with some good players growing up. So. <laughs> um, the tournament that I think is just ridiculous that they can put it together year to year and, and you just you see at such a young age these players. Um, I got the chance to, to watch a little bit of it this year was the Brick Tournament. Yes. So I know you played in the Brick Tournament for Team Alberta. Yep. Um, you know, what's it like to be kind of identified as one of those special hockey players at such a young age? Yeah, no, it's crazy. Um, like you said, the fact that they put this tournament up every year and the players that end up coming out of that tournament, I mean, we're 10. You're not expecting of it, but you see yeah, videos of Stam Coast and all these guys in this tournament. Um, but uh, I mean, for me, I, I didn't even really know what it was. Um, that's just me. I, I'm sure tons of kids know exactly what it was. I didn't know what it was. I was just honored to be able to get the opportunity to try out for this team. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, we had a really good team. We had a Kyle Olson. He, uh, he plays in Tri-City. I think he's their captain this year. Um, he was coming back on his second year. He had already played a year of it. He, he was playing up and everything. And the year before, I think Benson and Quinville and all those guys, they actually they won it as well. Um, and it's just such a cool experience because you end up, uh, you go to, or at least our year, we went to Winnipeg and played like a, a pre-tournament tournament kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I got to know all the guys, um, which um, it was funny because our spring hockey team that we played with that, that spring before, it was basically that team with a couple guys. Like you, so that part we were we already clicked a lot. Um, but uh, then yeah, you play this tournament at middle of a mall, right? It's it's kind of weird, but it's it's, it's such a cool experience, uh, such a cool experience. Um, and I think we were actually the last brick team to win it. Um, so hopefully Team Brick can turn it around here. Amazing. Soon. Yeah. yeah. Back in I think it was oh seven is when we won that. So oh eight oh nine. Oh eight oh nine. That's okay. it. Yeah. Yeah. Back at ten year old, ten year old, yeah, crazy to think back ten years. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess 
kind of final wrap up for me is after you know this Tigers team goes on wins the WHL championship wins the <laughs> Memorial Cup this year what's next for James Hamlin um, are you have you been in talks with any more teams about a, a pro camp invite I'm not sure if that comes out obviously at this point maybe more towards the spring and summer next year uh, is you know uh, post-secondary more of an option for yourself w- what's next for you in your mind yeah I think for me it's keeping options open and right now it's working towards getting that pro contract um, I mean I'm going to work as hard as I can to get it if, if I get it that's awesome and that's the direction I want to go um, if not school is, is always an option so um, like I said, I'd, I'm trying not to focus on that too much, and it's just focus on the next game, focus on the next practice kind of thing, keep it day-to-day, and um, and hopefully hopefully a contract comes out of it. All right, you done with them? Yeah. All right, I got one last thing. Kay. Just so uh, Saturday, obviously, the teddy bear toss. Yeah. Um, I got to go with you guys. I talked a little bit about on Sunday. Got to go with you guys to the hospital. Mm-hmm. Um, talk a little bit about you've been through it twice now, um, well, all the teddy bear toss games, but actually going to the hospital twice now. Mm-hmm. Um, talk about, you know, how much it means to the kids. You see their faces um, to, to get out there on Saturday and, and for that first goal, throw those teddy bears because, you know, we both know that it means a lot to, to important people. For sure it does. Um, scoring the goal and, and seeing all the teddy bears is, is very cool. Um, but being able to go to the hospital and actually kind of deliver it to the to those kids that, that need it more, um, it's so it's so cool. It's such a such a cool experience. I'm so lucky that I've been able to do it twice and hopefully three years again this year, yeah. for my third year this year. So, I, yeah, no, I mean, I, it's hard to even put into words how, how much it means just to be able to do that. Yeah, it's not just the the kids faces but the parents faces you yeah, know they, yeah. they're struggling it's tough to see a loved one especially a, I couldn't imagine a child um, going through that through the through mm-hmm. the, the uh, holiday season so you know I, I get to see kind of a, a bird's eye view of it or a mm-hmm. different perspective from you it's just to see their faces and their reaction to you guys they know who you are um, to see the Tigers uniforms you know it, it's just it's it's an unreal feeling yeah. um, to see that yeah just to be able to talk to them and l- let them pick out a, a teddy bear or whatever and we're almost having a competition as to whose teddy bear gets picked but <laughs> yeah. um, no I mean it, it's such a cool experience I'll be mad enough to say James that nor Corey or Lance picked you for this year's teddy bear oh, toss goal my goodness. Uh, and actually neither did I so wow. you're 0 for 3 in this Not room you it. know what that's okay last year I was the only one on my team to pick myself. <laughs> um, I was ex- see the thing is I was expecting at least I wasn't gonna pick myself last year. Okay, um, but I was expecting at least one guy to to throw me a bone. Yeah. Right, um, and when I learned that no one had thrown me the, that bone, I threw yourself a threw bone. Threw myself a bone, yeah, and yeah. look where I am now. Would you like to hear our picks? I don't know if you listened to the podcast on Sunday, but we made our picks. Would you like to hear those? Uh, sure. I mean, <laughs> it's a little Let's disappointing. Uh, yeah. Lance has Dan Baker. Okay, that's Thoughts good. On that. <laughs> yeah, I had uh, Chiz. I yeah. thought it'd be on the power play, but I might change mine to Kyle McNabb. I think oh against the old team. <laughs> oh, I think, oh, you, he's gonna be right that revved be, up on yeah, Saturday. That is true, anyway, that is true. I'll stick with Chiz, but and, I'll throw uh, out the sleeper there, McNabb. I picked Cole Cylinder uh, just due to also power play because you brought the stat that Aaron told you. Do you want to yeah. tell James the stat that the last three goals have been on the the power play? Did you know that? 
was Our Quinville, last three. Quinville's goal and Gerlach's goal and yours all on the power play. Oh, yeah, so uh, maybe that first yeah. line power play might uh, be getting it this year. Union. Well, maybe I'll sneak a ice burner from the point in. Mm-hmm. Maybe, never know. We'll, uh, we'll play this if it uh, comes to fruition. Yeah. Oh, yes. Um, like Corey says, get your tickets to this Teddy Bear Toss game Saturday against the Saskatoon Blades, ticketmaster.com or at the Canelta Center box office. James, uh, big thrill having you in tonight. Thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, no, thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. It's been awesome. Thanks for listening to On the Board. Subscribe now on your favorite podcast platform and find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash on the board podcast. Yes. Yes.